running down a dream. Sorry, I was standing up. I had to get my lead singer vibes going, moving the microphone around. Let's Happy go. Happy Black Friday. Do is it no, okay? Quick little sidebar, real quick. This is kind of in the show of sidebars, right here on the ref. Um, no, no, sir. On the uh, four. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> uh, okay, let, let's just let's hit a quick reset. All right, grab the Nintendo cartridge out. <laughs> Blow on it. All right. Put it back in. Hold it down to make sure. All right. Let's reset here. You don't have to add please don't block me to the end of your text. I have not blocked anyone today. I was kidding with Kendall. Because I assume Kendall was kidding. If he's not, he's blocked. <laughs> so don't don't worry. I'm not going to block you for this question, uh, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Though, though your last text before... Bro, would be a much bigger reason to get you blocked than what you just said. <laughs> he said, I think Zach Hefley is the guy from Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Well, that may be the case. And there have there may have been an era where that was literally the only show and movie that I ever had to watch or got to watch, I guess I should say. But the Zach Hefley I'm referring to is OU video guru great Zach Kefley I think Josh Helmer I think the kid from Diary of a Wimpy Kid is Greg Hefley and <laughs> I think his buddy is Rowley but I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm an expert on the craziness of uh, Greg and Roderick Heffley and their buddy Rowley. So, have you had to watch any of the Diary of Wimpy no. Kids movie? Good catch, though. Good grab. So we need like a running list of what I need to watch. There you go. We it's it's growing. It's growing. At Beer League. Have you seen Beer League yet? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, but no, you were talking about Black Friday, and I, I would always fight. I think Pop can even attest to this. I never wanted to work on the Friday after Thanksgiving. <laughs> Reasonable. <laughs> I mean, I kind of thought, you know, you. What are we doing? It's 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 Friday after Thanksgiving. Why are we doing this? It does like all of and to your point, all of yesterday kind of had the feel of, oh man, we're on vacation, right? Exactly. And then it's, you get that realization. Oh no, go back to work tomorrow, son <laughs> of a. <laughs> I've got to wake up and go to work in the morning. This stinks. But uh, and I'm not listen. We have a great jobs, so I'm not boohooing. But yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone likes their family time, right? And I I hated working on this day. I'm like. And my my brother in law and I, the the wife and the sister in law and the kid, they'd all go. Black, or actually, not the kids and the grandparents. They'd all go Black Friday shopping, and we'd keep the kids and we'd watch football and we'd get. I mean, we would take care of it. It would be great. It would be a great time. Cook, chill. But I I do kind of now want to always be on on Black Friday, and here's why. I think it's an important day for us to be on the air. I think it's an important day for, and again, I'll t- take your vacation. I'm, I'm never one of those guys who's like, gosh, you misses a lot of work. If you got the vacation, take it. If your bosses aren't giving you grief, uh, then do it, right? It, inevitably, if people love you, they'll go back. If they don't and they find an incredible alternative like us, we're here. Which, speaking of, this is a great moment to tell you I will be taking vacation. Where are you going? Where are you going? Uh, Next week? 
I don't know, every week. I You can take every week off. I did find out that uh, apparently Branson is so amazing, we're, we're running it back with the family over Christmas. Oh, congratulations. Oh, my gosh. Where would you like to vacation to? My life's a vacation, dude. I don't, I don't really know. I, That's kind of how I am, too. Like, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm fretting over whether or not I want to get to the elite roofing system who's on top here or talk about how important I think Black Friday is for sports fans. My, All right, this is tough. No, but see, I, I want to go to Vegas, man. Me, too. I want to go to Vegas. But I, if this show could have a second headquarter, it would be in Vegas. It'd be uh, Goldsby, Oklahoma, Washington, Oklahoma. By the way, go Warriors tonight. Uh, the de- the description I've been given for tonight's game, let's see what Chris Rainey had told me yesterday when we were texting about it. Uh, I-, I was going to drop one of my favorite Jim Ross lines, which is bowling shoe ugly. Uh, he wrote a real slobber knocker of a game tonight for Washington. I think it's Ida Bell. But, I mean, w- if we could have a second broadcast location for this Seattle Very Radio program, Josh Helmer, I'd be all about Vegas. But we would be on the air on Black Friday because it's a big sports day, huge sports day. And, and, and here's the other thing. We're not getting many more of these. This is it. We've got next Friday uh, for, for Oklahoma and Oklahoma State fans. We're not playing next for the next Saturday, right, in the Big 12 championship game. We're not getting many more of these, Josh. You know, we spend – this is why – this is my big complaint about people that have tickets or don't go to games or um, – Maybe just say, oh, it was too hot for me to go. You get six home games a year. Six out of 52 weeks. It's not that many. You get six game days out of 365. Yeah, so whether this, that, the other, if you want to be there, you would like to be there. For So, again, I'm not, again. Take Same for us I'm not, on the radio I'm show. not questioning, right? And, and there's going to be things that pop up, right? Like, I, I mean – my mom's going through some things right now. Prayers appreciated. Um, but I, there may be a time where a family emergency calls and either you or I got a bolt. Right? So I'm not sitting here like, oh, never, never take vacation, people. That's not my point at all. I'm just saying, this is like, this is it, man. How many weeks are there considered in the college football schedule? Regular season schedule, right? Now that we've added 13. the zero week, you have a 13th week and – you include a 14th week for the Big 12, SEC, ACC, all the championship games. You 15 have, if we want to include week zero. Uh, well, I guess I guess then maybe 16. Well, 15 if you include week zero. And then, of course, you got Army-Navy the following week. It's not a full day, but, you know, your boy's a little bit more invested than he's been in the sure. years past over Army-Navy. But it's just there's so few of these Fridays. So I get, like, when people are like, God, go get back sports. I get that, man. I tell you, Steelman likes to make fun of me when I say uh, get back to sports guy lives rent-free in my head. I mean, absolutely rent-free in my head. So, I I love Black Friday. I don't know if anyone shops like they once did, but I'm one of those nerds that still likes to go to the mall if the mom – oh, my mom just texted me. Oh, no, I might be in trouble. Um, I love to go to the mall. I'm still that guy. I walk around. It's like mall rats. It's like it's 1995 all over again. I love to shop. I love to find deals. You know a low-key place, Josh Helmer, I love to go to shop? I love to go to Academy. You put me in Academy, I'll walk around those aisles for the better part of two hours. I'll talk myself into needing a, a butane torch grill that I'll never use 
and I'll put it in the cart and change my mind by the time I get done. I love TJ Maxx. So with that love, it's an embracing of you guys having to be out and about today and, and, and loving the fact that we still get to talk college football. What are you looking for, Black Friday deals already? Top, here's what I've Googled, okay? <laughs> Top Black Friday deals 2022. Boy, get back to sports, guys. All up in my dome right now. How much money do you think some of these companies have spent? I mean, Best Buy has to have spent a fortune, right? I mean, they are the first thing. You're talking about the Google ads. The first thing whenever you Google it. Instead Boom. of giving you the true result, the person that bought the advertisement to be at the top. Is of Best yeah. Buy. Okay. Wow. I mean, and, and they've got to have spent, I, I mean, who knows what kind of amount for this day today to get that result on Google, right? And then you got you got Wired, you got USA Today, you got all these different ones. Here's the best Black Friday deal. <laughs> and I just want to know how much everybody spent. I want to know how much money you're spending on Black Friday. Your calls at 405-329-9000. No, um, really good point. Uh, question on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. You, can we tackle bowls here real quick? Are you okay with that? Sure, yeah. Um, 405-651- Three, four, three, nine. And I do want to point this out because I'm very, very cautious in nabbing other people's content and things of that nature. And people go, oh, well, I heard that. All right. Yes, you. if you're a diehard college football fan, you may have heard and seen some of these already. And I haven't, and I haven't had a chance, my disclaimer is, to listen to all my podcasts yet. Have not yet. Been too busy. Um, and did try to kind of check out a little bit for family yesterday. So here's the question. From the 918, will the Egg Bowl result affect OU's possible bowl opponent? Now, is everybody – are we okay to do a bowl show here, just segment real quick? Sure. Okay. Why not? Everybody's aware of the Big 12's selection process, right? Which is there is no slotting. So, in other words, it doesn't matter if you're – Third or eighth? There's no, if you finish third, you go to this bowl. The only true slotting is if you make the four-team playoff, then the runner-up goes to the Sugar Bowl. If you miss the four-team playoff, then the Big 12 champion will play what has ended up being, what, like the SEC number three team last couple of years in the Sugar Bowl a la Baylor, Ole Miss last year. That, that's the only real slotting. So with that in mind, and you're asking, did yesterday affect the selection process? The Big 12 versus ACC Bulls, <clears throat> the Big 12 versus SEC Bulls are the Liberty, well, the Sugar Bowl, right? We're not worrying about that. The Liberty Bowl, the Texas Bowl, and that's, that's really it. Those are the two bowls with Big 12 ties that are Big 12 versus SEC. And as it stands right now, I would say there is a decent chance that could affect their bowl opponent. But here is where I am trying to figure out what certain bowls might do and how it affects Oklahoma. What's that bowl projection on CBS? Have you scrolled down to see where it has Oklahoma? And then I'll tell you why. They've got Oklahoma in the Texas Bowl. Okay. Not bad, right? December 28th, and they've got them playing Mississippi State. Here's the question. 
where and who would bring Oklahoma feeling that that's going to bring a unique large audience to their bowl game as opposed to you know what might be a better record team if if that doesn't make sense here's my point like after the sugar bowl picks which is the runner up here's the order of selection for the bowl games in the Big 12 Alamo Bowl Cheez-It Bowl Tax Act Texas Bowl Liberty Bowl, the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, and then there's the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl and the First Responder Bowl. So if you're projecting Oklahoma to play in the Tax Act Texas Bowl, which honestly, I think, isn't that the one in Houston? That's It is. I'm kind of rooting for it. I think that'd be a great bowl. Then you're counting on both the Alamo and the Cheez-It to say no thanks to Oklahoma. And I think... If, if someone doesn't have Texas projected to the Alamo Bowl, they're doing it wrong. Do they have Texas? Yes, they do. Because unless, unless Kansas State wets the bed this weekend and then Texas wins today, Texas is pretty much a slam dunk to the Alamo Bowl, right? And we went last year, so it wouldn't be a, a necessarily a good fit. But that next choice then, honestly, for Orlando, the Cheez-It Bowl on December 29th, Josh, that has nothing to do with how good a team is. It has everything to do with what kind of crowd could we get? Yeah, how can we market the How game? can we market this? So if you're projecting Oklahoma to anything other than the Cheez-It Bowl. You're doing it wrong. I think so. Agreed. Especially considering Oklahoma beat Oklahoma State, right? Right. And we'll see. I mean, if, if – if Oklahoma beats Texas Tech, they're definitely going to the cheese bowl Now, and again, this is just us speculating here. And if you guys disagree and you've dug deeper and you feel like that there might be another angle to this, 405-651-3439. I don't know if maybe the Tax Act Texas Bowl gets on the phone at the cheese bowl and says, hey, man, we'd really like to have Oklahoma here in Houston. We, have, we haven't had Oklahoma here in Houston since, what, the opening game of the 16th season or whenever it was. Actually, it was before then, wasn't it? It was like the 14th season. And then the Cheez-It Bowl answers the phone and says, yeah, yeah, that's okay. We're going to take your cash. Right, right, right. Or or, or maybe maybe the Cheez-It Bowl says, and wasn't it originally the Champ Sports Bowl? I know, bad memories. But other the Cheez-It Bowl say, and Oklahoma had a lot of fans here whenever they played. Now, I don't remember a lot of fans being there, to be honest with you. But then again, everything from that, that bowl game I've kind of had absolutely replaced from my night. Uh, from my memory. It's like gone. So, Plank, you remember going to Orlando for uh, for Oklahoma and Clemson in the Camping World Bowl? No. No. I do not. I do not. It's in Orlando now. It's in the Citrus Bowl. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not in the Citrus Bowl. What? What is it? It's still in the same, same stadium, right? Camping World Stadium for the Cheez-It? Yeah. Um, I say this with peace and love. Camping World Stadium is not in the greatest part of Orlando that I've ever been in in my entire life. It was uh, a little different environment for your boy. This is the bowl game that has had about 19 different names. Oh, go through them real quick. Blockbuster? Yep, the Blockbuster Bowl, the CarQuest Bowl, uh, Micron PC Bowl, the Florida Tourism Bowl, the Mazda Bowl, the Champ Sports Bowl, the Russell Athletic Bowl, the Camping World Bowl, and now the Cheez-It Bowl. Hmm. I mean, this is like hot potato bowl is what they should rename it. So – Again, it, 
if you're trying to, in your own mind, project where Oklahoma ends up, I, I think there's only two options. I think it's Alamo again or Cheez-It. That's it. And, and the only way I think it would be the Alamo Bowl is if Kansas State doesn't play in the Big 12 championship game. I I think TCU is going to a New Year's Day 6 Bowl regardless, unless they lose to Iowa State and lose to, to Kansas State. I think they're pretty much in. So wait, run the, run the scenario okay. by me where – you think that maybe Oklahoma would go to the Alamo again? Here's here now. Now I, here's a monkey wrench in all of this, right? Here's here's something that you can throw into it. And is that still okay to say? My dad, I mean, I, don't, I think we're okay. All right. all right. Um, here's here's a wrench to throw in this whole thing. Here is something that could be problematic to everyone. I don't want to make anyone. Sorry, Peter. Sorry, Peter. I didn't want to make the animals mad at me today. Um, what if the Alamo Bowl? doesn't get Texas, and decides what? Texas Tech, I haven't been to a bowl in a while, and they're going to bring some fans. So is this a situation where, where maybe, and I mean maybe the Alamo Bowl would want Texas Tech? Here's another, let me, let me just throw another scenario out there. Another scenario, because I don't think Oklahoma is going to get past like the um, the Cheez-It Bowl. That's me. Again, this is me. I could be wrong. But what if it starts to roll where maybe these bulls, as we mentioned, start talking to each other, and you're looking at the Tax Act Texas Bowl, and they're like, you know, we'd really like to get Texas Tech here. And so, you know, maybe the Cheez-It Bowl had looked at it knowing that Tech fans – again, I'm being very presumptuous here that there could be deals made. But I honestly think, Josh, there is only two places that OU is going, and that's the Alamo Bowl or the Cheez-It Bowl. So you're asking to lay out the scenario for the Alamo Bowl. And my idea with throwing the, uh, the monkey wrench into things was if Texas Tech, you know, is, is in a position to where the Alamo Bowl could bring them. And that would only be possible – if Texas beats Baylor today, okay. Kansas State loses to Kansas, right. and Texas goes to the Big 12 championship game. That's the only scenario where they're not going to the Alamo Bowl. Right, because then Texas would go to the Sugar. Correct. If they lose to TCU. Oh, I'm sorry. Win or lose to TCU. Because if they lose to TCU, TCU's going to the playoffs. Right. Right. Does that make, I mean, am I making too much of Texas Tech's fan base? To to maybe knock because I think the yeah, Alamo Bowl had good I think, so. I think it had good attendance but it wasn't a sellout last year right no and I don't know what the average annual attendance is of the Alamo Bowl off the top of my head but I know someone who does my good friend Google so I, I, again I might be making too much of Tex I don't know if anyone really truly has I think I think the Alamo would take Kansas State over Texas Tech you, you might be right I don't know because. K-State K- would travel, man. The idea, the, uh, let's see, Aver- Alamo Bowl attendance. Yeah, if they can get Texas there, their largest attended game was Texas playing in the Alamo Bowl back in 2019. So they're going to probably do what they can. <laughs> to bring the Longhorns. To get the Longhorns there. And maybe I'm making a little bit too much of the fan base for Kansas State, but – 
You know, Oklahoma didn't do poorly. We had 59,000 there in 2020, uh, this last season. Well, and I do think for the people that are in those rooms, it's easy to look at it and say, oh, well, you, you obviously you want Oklahoma, right? But right. where are the respective fan bases at? And consider this, too. Um, when Kansas State was in the Alamo Bowl, they they drew more than Oklahoma did. Well, and that that's what I was going to say. When I say where are the two respective fan bases at, I mean that in 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 terms of excitement for that game, I, I don't know how much excitement okay. there is for Oklahoma's bowl game necessarily anywhere. Kansas State fans are juiced about the way this season has gone for the most part right? and probably are more likely to turn out for a bowl game. Do you know the two Big 12 teams that have drawn the largest crowds to the Alamo Bowl? Texas Tech and Oklahoma State. Well, now you're making an argument. And you might say, well, who are they playing? Well, the largest attended Alamo Bowl that I can find was Penn State and Texas A&M. They drew 66,166. And again, I think attendance matters a lot in bowl games. We could fight if, if we want about it. Oh, sure it does. In back-to-back years, Texas drew 65-2 and 65-9. Texas Tech, not too far behind, man. When they played Michigan State in 2010, 64,000, one of the top crowds. And when they played Iowa in 2001, 65,232. So A&M as the top. Tech and Texas are right there at two. How many Maybe of those, it is. How many of those fans that were Michigan State and, and Iowa fans? I don't know. That's a good question. Do you think they, the Iowa, Iowa and Michigan State fans travel well, right? So. Well, and in 2001 for Iowa, it's like they'd been terrible forever and finally they were good. Look at you dropping the, the information. So I don't mean to like fast forward to next Sunday or anything, but wait, would that be this next Sunday? Because no one gives any indication, right? There's, there's really no way to know. Nothing matters that happens really on the field except between Kansas State, Kansas, and Texas Baylor, which will take place today. Because if we're, and again, to, to rehash, to reset, probably too much time on this, but it doesn't matter your record outside of the Sugar Bowl in the playoff. This will go as far as the decision-making is concerned. If nothing else, this has gotten me very intrigued with what this uh, drafting process is ultimately going to look like. Yeah, and just if you need the official wording of it, just so you know, there's Plank making stuff up again. A bowl may pick from any available team with a 500 or better record when it reaches its spot in the selection order. Yeah, so, I mean, it's take whoever you want. After the Sugar Bowl tie-in, it's it's fair game. So I would guess, and again, this is just me, TCU to the playoffs, Kansas State to the Sugar Bowl, Texas to the Alamo Bowl, and then Oklahoma to the Cheez-It Bowl. Because I do think that those with the Cheez-It Bowl would see Oklahoma fans traveling well. If Kansas State falls out of the Sugar Bowl, then you know maybe it is. Kansas State to the Alamo. I still think the Alamo Bowl might go with a Texas team. 
Uh, there's some on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. They're like, oh, you back in the Alamo Bowl. Well, and, and again, historically, the Alamo Bowl's not afraid to have the same team in back-to-back years. They had Texas in back-to-back years in 19 and, of course, the COVID season of 2020. So they're not, they're not afraid to go down that route. But traditionally with their Big 12 ties, they've weaved in between different teams. They had Iowa State there in 18, TCU in 17, Oklahoma State in 16, uh, Kansas State in 15. You know, they, they're not going to get too caught up in having the same team back-to-back years. Maybe the Alamo looks at it and says, hey, it's been a while since Oklahoma State has been here. The last time Oklahoma State played in the Alamo Bowl was 2016. So, I mean, it's just that's what I love about the Big 12's kind of bowl process is it's not slotted, and you got to kind of put your mind in, in, in play with how these bowls are thinking, what they want to do. Would it be complete anarchy if after kind of the main tie-ins to the Sugar, et cetera, if we just got rid of conference tie-ins altogether? How great of a process would that be? But let's take a break. We're way behind. I, I've got an idea. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. Plank Show, talking bowls, where OU could end up, and Oklahoma State in that too, next on The Ref. Which, which leads me to a very important question, Josh Helmer, based on what we were just talking about when I walked out of studio. Are you a fan of the... Every time anyone says anything about me on Twitter, I'm going to retweet it with a comment. Where do you stand in that world? No, are you kidding me? It's okay I'm, to sit. It's okay to sit some of these out. I am very anti that world. I I love Mike Silver. Right? I think Mike Silver is is fantastic. Now he's a, he's a jerk, but he's fantastic. But literally anything anyone tweets at him, he has to retweet with a comment. Anything anyone says my Bernie love Bernie Fratto my god might be listening what's up Bernie anytime anyone says anything retweeted with a comment it's just like Rrr. well and this is turn really off where retweets I've, this is really where I've gone wrong too is like anytime there's breaking news for Oklahoma I see the breaking news with Oklahoma sure I don't feel that I have a an immediate pressing comment every single time josh what is wrong with you you're doing twitter incorrectly well and i i clearly am because if i took the other approach i'd probably have five thousand more followers <laughs> but it's like there's a part of me that's like i don't want to be that obnoxious guy that every single time there's this guy named mo mooton that covers the raiders kind of he does one of the like the sports not you know where he's really not like a journalist but I'm just so hungry for any content on what's going on and any stupid what's it, aggregation that I can get. I'll take it with my team. I understand. Bro, I had to like – I had to – It was too much. Someone would be like, I agree. And then he would retweet, I agree too. Thank you. Retweet. You're welcome. It's like, just reply. Brr. So anyway, um, welcome back into the Plank Show. You can find us on Twitter at Josh on Ref. We're very kind to everyone, by I'm the way. I'm at Plank Show, and everybody should be following us at KREF um, Sports on Twitter. Tonight, now we don't, do we have any high school football on the Ref Sports Radio no. Network tonight? Uh, well, I, I, you know what? Matter of fact, I think we have, yes, we've got uh, semifinal football, Deer Creek, uh, Deer Creek tonight trying to make their way into the state championship game. So it's uh, Deer Creek and Stillwater 7 o'clock from Ponca City on KRefSports.tv. So does that mean that on our affiliates like 94.7, the ref and OKC, 1430, well, 1430, I think, 
1430 have the the uh, Bixby? I think they have the Spartans on 1430. This is stream only. So stream only here. So that means, oh, oh, you basketball. What time's their their game? Is that tonight or is that this afternoon? These holiday tournaments, by the way, Josh. I'm not gonna lie. I'm all in. Oh, it's great, isn't it? I'm loving this right now. And I was one of those that was like, man, I wish they played this at a different time. No, no, no. I'm all in. So that's 7 o'clock tonight for OU and Seton Hall. Is that yeah. right? Yep. OU, okay. OU should beat this Seton Hall team. So that means that you'll hear me tonight from Lubbock filling in for Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. So you got that to look forward to. On, bro, I'm, you know me. You know me. I have my depth chart of people that – I currently work with that I love doing radio with. Josh is is one number one. Um, Arnie is usually about one seventy eight on that Which, list. Oh, you psycho called in and said, you know, we were talking about the Las Vegas yeah. thing and uh-huh. you know, fantasizing about the idea of doing a show in Las Vegas, right? right? What yeah. it would look like. He said, you, me, and Arnie should all go to Las Vegas <laughs> to do a show from Las Vegas together. I've never met Arnie in person. I'm okay with that. But Arnie's kind of moved up my depth chart a little bit recently after working <laughs> with a few other people. And you know what I'm t- it's like, oh, gosh, Arnie, thank God you're on with me tonight. And, and you, you, you and Arnie together is so good. It's like That's uh, oil and water. Can I tell you something? He got me so triggered the other night. There is this faction of – I don't think they really follow college football fans – that are just hell-bent about Alabama getting in the playoffs. It's like, I think Alabama's getting in. I'm like, you're not paying attention. Alabama's not getting in. There, there is no scenario. That, might they have the best team in college football? But Maybe the best players? Maybe. But you don't lose two games to LSU and Tennessee, even though they both were on the road, and still get to get in. Here's your Sorry, that's argument for was, all of our – I was so mad, dude. I was triggered. I had to go for a walk. For Arnie or whoever that wants to make this case for Alabama, here's your 12-team playoff, and now explain to us why it's important. There you yeah, go. Exactly. Here's Alabama. Whenever you want to complain that a 12-team playoff doesn't matter, well, guess what? Even though they lost two games in very dramatic fashion, they're still going to get a shot. Maybe. I and, would assume they will. And you know what? Alabama might win the whole dang thing if uh, we had a 12-team playoff, right? That's would right. that shock you at all? Not at all. Not but at all. In its current iteration, not getting in. You're out. So before the break, and I was just looking at the playoff bracket, so we'll get you caught up on some of the playoff times and stuff coming up in a bit. Uh, elite roofing system, who's on top when we come back. Um, But you had brought up just ditching conference affiliations for like a bowl selection process. So could you imagine, like just leave the New Year's Day – the, the yeah they call them the New Year's Day six even though I don't even know if two of them are playing yeah, the, on New the Year's New Year's six tie-ins right it's- just leave those right and then every bowl goes into a lottery and gets to pick a team right and you have a draft process and you're kind of you, you see there's a lottery and the lottery is the next to last week of the season. And it, I mean, it's nothing other than just they've been bowls, right? All of them should matter. And could you imagine be like the serve pro bowl and you're sitting there waiting? It's like, and the serve pro bowl will have first choice. Oh, it'd be awesome. Now, I, I wish it could go as, I, you know what? I won't even say just one team because I thought every bowl could pick one team and then do it snake style. <laughs> so, really, if you had the 32nd bowl, you end up getting a pretty good matchup. But I do think it would be cool to be able to let them just pick the matchup. 
Yeah. Surf Pro Bowl CEO Tom Hanrahan is here. Tom, this is great. This is, I'm just going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. What we're bringing to the Surf Pro Bowl, and like, no, right away, Oklahoma and Texas in a bowl game for the first time ever. Oh! Dude, that would be so, amazing. So I'm just saying, I think that there are really cool ways that you can make the bowl system still fun even after the 12-team playoff. That's, and that's it. That, yeah, that's a vision cool. for you right there. Neither now, one of those teams will be going to a bowl going to the playoffs this year. There's some contractual stuff that I'm sure you'd have to figure out. What does everyone tell me anytime I bring up contractual things in this world of sports? Don't Con- matter. Contracts. <laughs> contracts were made to be broken. Um, here's one from That'd the- That'd be cool, though. I mean, it made yeah. for TV, right? Yeah, it would be. It would be. Um, from the 917. Oh, here, pull that back up. I'll steal- My I bad. Was- I was stealing off your computer. <laughs> um. What uh, which ACC team do you think the Cheez It Bowl would want to match up with OU, assuming they were chosen? Clemson. Clemson is it? That's assuming the that answer. they don't win the ACC. Uh, Notre Dame factors into this too, right? I mean, and Clemson, by the way, played Iowa State in the Cheez It Bowl just last year. But yeah, I I think they would desperately want an OU Clemson match. OU Notre Dame would be very very tasty, but that though. would be fun. Yeah, I would say that would first year now, head coaches. Okay, let me, let me pose this though. We'd have to break. We'd have to break bad. Um, let's pose this. How important is that matchup, right? So, in other words, if you're going to the Cheez-It Bowl and you're playing Wake Forest, right? But you could kind of take the idea of an OU-Notre Dame matchup in a bowl game just about anywhere, right? Sure, so, regardless of what the yeah, record has been. Right? I mean, if it's if it's OU and North Carolina State in the Cheez-It Bowl, all right. Sounds good. Well, and I told you this. I think this is an important game for Brand Venables because it's another game against a first-year head coach. That's right. right? That's right. In, in Joey McGuire. If you then turn around and beat Notre Dame in a bowl game, for all of these folks that have been hopping on the text line, and look, I'm not saying that I'm totally against it either. Notre Dame has gotten better as the year has gone on. I've, I've said that, right? Mm-hmm. But if you then go beat a fellow first-year head coach that everybody's been high on the way that, okay, well, he's got things now pointed in the right direction, big win over Clemson, that's going to silence a lot of that going into the offseason if you can, it doesn't erase, right, the five losses, mm-hmm. but it would silence a little bit of the pessimism. Absolutely. If you beat a Marcus Freeman in Notre Dame. Absolutely. All right, quick break. 405-651-3439. Um, that's Josh on Plank. This is the Plank Show. We owe you the air. Wait, hold on. The elite roofing system. We owe you the air. We owe you the air. My gosh. Am I, do I need to leave yet? We owe you the elite roofing system who's on top. Let's get caught up on text and do it. Right around the corner on the Home of Sooner Fans. Let's get real quick caught up. So, my gosh, we're behind. So, let's get caught, caught up real quick from the um, Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. Jim in Arlington writes, OU Nebraska had an Orange Bowl rematch in 1978. Sooners got payback. OU Texas, I'm in. Let's go. Now, again, let's go ahead and point out, uh, this is Josh and my hypothetical world. Hypothetical world. <laughs> yeah, this is not a possibility. This is the world of make believe where you could actually have your bowl. This pick, is but. Josh and Plank fix the bowl games moving forward. Um, all right, guy from Guyer takes umbrage with our no Alabama, Georgia and Ohio State win, Clemson and TCU both lose. Who's in your top four? Oh, and OSU loses. Well, excuse me, and USC loses. I, yeah, Alabama's still not getting in. 
Okay, let me let me try okay. and wrap my brain around that right. scenario. All right, go ahead. Um, no Bama, huh? What? I don't. Why did, Mich- I just, why did I reread the first part of that? Georgia and Ohio State both win. So there's two teams that are in. I have questions. How close was the Ohio State-Michigan game? Yeah, well, I still Uh-oh. think Michigan would be... Steelman sneezing again. We're in trouble. God bless you, Steelman. <laughs> I still think that Michigan would be in front of Alabama. So I there's, do too. there's step one. And TCU, maybe still in front of Alabama, though... All of those happenings, yes, would sure. at least open the door hey, for a conversation. If, if a theory like that lays out or plays out, then you've got a point. But I don't think we've really had that kind of chaos. I'm here for it, guy, guy from guy, but I don't, I don't think we'll reach that point. You know what's interesting is, you know, how then would a one-loss Michigan, a one-loss TCU be viewed? You know, who, who could catapult themselves? I mean, the worst-case scenario, I know this sounds crazy, but if you want chaos, you don't really even want LSU to win. You don't – because that would just get two SEC teams in easily. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, that, I mean, that locks two bids up probably. From the 9-1 – one oh hold on, hold on I just read that here's Mustang Casey I was just complaining about people not using the prep page and here I am <laughs> gosh Mustang Casey writes um is this my man Casey K-State is beating TCU next week so it will be K-State in the sugar and TCU maybe in a New Year's Six Bowl All right, okay fair enough that doesn't change the process of what we were talking about right Kansas State goes to the sugar bowl and TCU ends up in I don't know, like the maybe the Peach Bowl, unless I think the Peach Bowl is in the playoff rotation, but like the Fiesta Bowl. It would basically make it to where Texas goes to the Alamo. As long as TCU doesn't lose to Iowa State, I think they're pretty much a slam dunk to play a New Year's Day Six Bowl. If they lose to Iowa State and then they lose to Kansas State in the Big 12 championship game, those disaster theories that we always talk about and never happens, then I think we can start working them into our conversation about, all right, where does it fall on this? Plank is 100% right from the 860. I like these kind of texts. (laughs) Alamo will take a Texas-based school to get butts in seats. Cheese it wants eyeballs on the TV. Yeah, that's why I I just – I mean, all of these projections of OU to the Tax Act Bowl and to the Serve Pro Bowl, I mean, you you guys do realize that that's literally three bowls passing on Oklahoma. I just don't think – OU to the Liberty Bowl, that's – Four bowls passing on Oklahoma. I just don't think that's happening. Yeah, without any sort of strict guidelines about you have to take the Big 12 finisher here or there, they're going to take the best Big 12 brand. Yeah, and and I would also add, I do, I'm not going to pretend to know if these bowls have any deals. Like, maybe, maybe there is a Liberty Bowl conversation with the Cheez-It Bowl where it's like, hey, if you get Oklahoma, we'll let you have a better slot next year. But then again... Maybe the Cheez-It Bowl says, you know, we haven't had Oklahoma since 2014, and we might not get them again. And if we can get OU Notre Dame, we're going to do it. Yeah, I just I, I just don't see a world where most of these bowl tie-ins are talking to other bowl tie-ins. Yeah, I saying, don't either. I just don't. Hey, let's help you out. <laughs> and uh, one more. Is the Cheez-It Bowl one of those bowls that OU has to sell its entire ticket allotment in order to make a profit on the bowl? You know what? That's a good-looking question. I will pose some bold questions to my super secret source this weekend and report back on Monday. Boy, 
For a slow start today, man, a little bull talk got you people going on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Let's all meet in Orlando. Stephen B.A. is talking trash. Good luck to your Washington Warriors tonight. Oh, that's nice. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, he actually was, <laughs> very, bad. He was very friendly Stephen about B. it. <laughs> um, headed to watch my nephew play, who plays for Claremore Sequoia versus Millwood. Ooh, the Sequoia-Millwood matchup. That's a big one. Um, that's luck. also in 2A. And that is, that's in Hera. Hera. Do you know where they're putting the freaking Washington Idabel game tonight? No, I do not. McAllister. Oh my gosh! Right, exactly. Um, so good times, long road trips. Is Idabel from out that way? Um, I, I mean, kind of. They're Idabel's south. They're east southeast of Durant. So I don't, I don't know how that kind of came up as a place. They're a two-hour drive. Maybe they just looked at a place and said, all right, what's a two-hour drive for both of these schools? <laughs> all right, quick break. Plank Show rolls on.